Hey friends, Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 46, Creating Impactful Guitars. Let me ask you, are you a songwriter, a guitarist who's feeling stuck, unsure of what to do, overwhelmed by the options of what's out there? Which options should you be going for? What should you be saying yes? What should you be saying no to? How should you delegate your time? Are you feeling the weight of the creative world on your shoulders? There are those that think about it, and there are those that take action and they get a coach. They get someone to look in on their process, to help them ask the right questions, think about the goals they should be hitting, and giving them a step-by-step process. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Mike, how do I know you're right for me? That's a totally reasonable question to ask. So that's why I want you to go to songrangforguitar.com, click work with me and book a free 30 minute session. In that 30 minute session, I'm gonna listen to some of the things that you wanna do, ask you a few questions. We're gonna write up a plan. So even at the end of that, if you're like, Mike, you're not right for me, you still have an itinerary of things that you can start taking action on. I think that's totally worth that 30 minutes instead of just sitting around and waiting for things to happen. But you got to take that first step. So what I want you to do is go to songrangforguitar.com, click work with me and sign up for your free 30 minute session. Now, when setting out to produce and record a track, either for an indie artist, music library cue, or sync brief, I always have a go-to move that gives my guitars an ability to be exactly how I want them to hear. Now, just so you know from the beginning, I don't go into technical stuff. I am not in any way, shape, or form an engineer. Uh, I'm not going to talk about dBs EQing at a certain frequency. I'm talking about the concept that you can start applying right now at any type of playing or writing. And this will work for literally any DAW. I don't care what you use, Studio One, GarageBand, Pro Tools, Ableton, Logic, there's so many out there, I lose track. Not expending energy obsessing over the technical aspect, that gives me room to focus on the overall vibe and identify what's compositionally missing in order to deliver some killer arrangements and honestly, really catchy guitar hooks. We get to focus on what the ear wants to hear, which gives us room to become an expert listener and honestly develop as a producer and a songwriting guitarist. So let's talk about the biggest and honestly the most important concept I've discovered in my years of producing, layering. More specifically, layering guitars with a goal in mind. It's not about having one guitar line doubled and turning it up to 11 or, you know, becoming the best guitarist in the world with the ability to play the bass line, rhythm guitar, melody line all at once. No, I'm talking about creative thinking with many guitars serving different purposes. These guitar parts don't have to be overly complicated, but they do need to stand out when it's necessary and to be able to serve as a support to the song. Now, we can start thinking in these terms. There are highs, there are mids, and there are lows. It's incredibly simple, yet so incredibly powerful. You've listened to tons of music before, so much so that your ear already recognizes this naturally. So say it with me. Highs. Mids. Lows. I want you to become an expert listener in this way and start to understand this from the inside out so you know why something sounds the way it does. Think of seeing some huge rock band on some festival stage. They may have three to four guitars and there's a bass up there. They're all covering different parts that contribute to the song and working to deliver you this huge wall of sound. 
it's not any different from you and your songs. So how do they do it? Now, they aren't all playing the same thing. They have roles to play. Once we have the concept of highs, mids, and lows ingrained in our head, we'll start to recognize where all the gaps are, and we'll be able to fill them in, come up with great hooks, strumming patterns, and insert simple hits where it's necessary. Now, filling in the gaps. In examining your guitars, often they are too thin. This means either there isn't enough clarity, there's nothing but low where it's inaudible, it's chunky, it's muddy, it's bassy, it's hard to find definition. Or we could go to the other end of the spectrum where there's so much high end and it feels a little crazy, all kind of distracting. <laughs> this is where an endless amount of questions can come in. Have you used different voicings? You can go up and down the neck, use your knowledge of inversions and music theory, or the use of your capo with no shame. Are you trying to do honestly too much and convoluting it? Keep the guitar line simple. Are your layers all doing the same thing or clashing with each other? You gotta clean up the clutter sometimes. Have you used panning to make space? Have you explored the effects available to you and your free plugins in your DAW that can help you emphasize your lows, mids, and highs? We can get into more specifics down the line, but it's most important to me that you understand this fully and that you have easy methods to reach. So I have been asked, when do I break this rule of layering? Well, honestly, it's going to vary from song to song based on what it needs. But to break the rules, you have to really understand them first and be honest with yourself when you're listening back. Start knowing your style and recognizing when you're trying to be honestly too clever and too crazy. Start to train your ear to recognize when you hear more than one guitar being played on the track. Point out to yourself when and where the highs are being covered by the guitar, where the strumming pattern is being played. And also know this concept doesn't just apply to guitar. <laughs> and I want you to really run with it if you feel inspired. You know, when this concept hit me, my recordings honestly sounded so much bigger and way more professional. I realized I could apply the same concept to a ton of different things. Percussion, vocal lines, bass lines, synth lines. My focus is on my ears and finding out what I want to hear. And honestly, it's gone a long way for me. I won an Emmy for scoring a commercial, but I still don't think I would get the recording engineer seal of approval. I, I guarantee I wouldn't. And you know what? I'm fine with that. You know why? It's because there are people out there that love that aspect, but I get to give myself room and do what I love and do what I do best. And I get to give my guitarist room to shine. So this is great news for you if you're just starting to get into this world. You do not need to do everything all at once, but maybe just one layer at a time. And that does it for this week's episode. If you've been listening to the Song Rank for Guitar podcast, you've been enjoying it, but you haven't written us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you could just take a pause, head on over there right now and write us a five-star review. Talk about your favorite episode because believe me, reviews matter for podcasts. It's hard to believe, but it actually helps bring notoriety to the podcast. We can keep on bringing amazing guests and somebody may read your review and go, whew, I've never listened to this. I 
I got to check it out. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, write an amazing review. Believe me, I read each one of them and I'm so appreciative. So I thank you in advance and thanks for continuing to listen to the Songwriting for Guitar podcast. I enjoy this and look forward to keep on bringing you valuable content. This episode was edited and produced by Chris Fafalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening. <laughs>